Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Hey, what is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of Jaybird Watching with myself, Chris Key. We are a part stadium scene. Make sure you check them out. And, of course, Jay's Journal. Lots of wonderful people doing amazing things and lots of good articles over there. Go check them out. We thank them for being on this wonderful ride with us. And when I say we, of course, I mean... Adam Corsair, Craig Borden, and Brendan Panikar, the newly married and tied down Brendan Panikar. How is married life treating you, my friend? No different than it was before. That's a load of shit. Not yet. Not, Not yet. yet. Not yet. He's done winning. Still no kids, so it hasn't changed at all. Um, give, give it nine months. Yeah, exactly. Not changes really quick. Yeah. I'm going to soak up this time. Either yeah. way, congratulations. Cheers. Very, very much so. Well, how about we talk Toronto Blue Jays baseball? That's why we're all here, and it is wonderful to have Brendan back. We've uh, uh, we've, we've had some... <laughs> no, we only had one guest. We only had Jason on last week, so we, uh, we appreciate having Jason on last week and filling in those very, very nicely. I believe when we come up to Picks to Click, you might even have something go in your favor, uh, courtesy Finally. of Jason. So <laughs> let's... Goodness. Get right into Toronto Blue Jays land. Last Tuesday, the Chicago White Sox were in town, and the Blue Jays were ready as they pushed their winning streak up to six games, taking the game 6-5. to five. Alejandro Kirk led the way with two home runs on the back of another solid outing from Kevin Gosman, giving up three runs over five. Romano came in the ninth with the 16th save of the season. Dobbins was ready, of course, against game two against the Chicago White Sox, again with three home runs coming off the bats of Guerrero, Jansen, and Santiago Espinal, who led off the game. 
Kenny Jansen also led the way with three RBI to help the team to a 7-3 victory. Big story, though, is Ryu was pulled four innings of work with more left forearm tightness. We'll talk about that in a little while. Alec Manoa led the way with another big performance on the bump, leading the Blue Jays to their eighth consecutive victory in the finale against the White Sox. He gave up three runs over seven-thirds, striking out five. Espinal continues with the stick, reaching base with three hits and three RBIs. On to the Minnesota series. Where the win streak comes to an end in the Blue Jays drop a laugh or 9-3. Kikuchi was not sharp as he went only four and two-thirds, giving up four and runs on three home runs. Springer and Guerrero were the only offensive excitement, both with home runs. Game two saw the bats come back to life as the Blue Jays pound the Twins, even with a rocky first inning for Jose Barrios. Bishek, Kirk, and Guerrero each had home runs on the three victory. Rios goes seven strong in what might be his best start as Toronto Blue Jays, striking out 13, which I believe also is career high. Sunday, Rogers Center saw another hot start for the Twins, scoring five runs over the first two innings off of Kevin Gosman, who only lasted three and two-thirds. George Springer once again left the game with a home run in the in the first, and Espinal added a three-run homer late in the ninth, but the Blue Jays fall just short of the comeback, losing eight to six. First game Monday night in Kansas City started late, late, late with a rain late that didn't slow down the Blue Jays' bats. Home runs from Bo Vlad and another from Espinal led the Blue Jays to a huge 8 to nothing win at Kauffman Stadium. Stripling won a solid five with another encouraging performance out of the pen from Merriweather, who's can come into life lately, and some tidy innings of work from Richards, Thornton, and Matt Gage. Starting tonight, the Blue Jays sit six in or second in the AL East with 32 and 22 record, trailing only the Yankees by seven games in closely followed by one game by the Rays. How do you not like that fucking delivery? <laughs> I was going to say, when did we hire somebody that can actually handle a play? Like? <laughs> Chris Berman impersonation? Like, that sounded like the three minutes of madness with Chris Berman at halftime of Monday Night Football. That was awesome. Was this is Uber. <laughs> this is what happens when I have the day off. Oh, he's, <laughs> this he's has rested. been planned since he woke up this morning. Oh, yeah. How many years? <laughs> none. None. A lot of coffee, though. A lot of coffee. A lot of coffee. A lot of coffee. That's a lot of coffee. I knew, <laughs> I knew Boy, there had so... to be some kind of performance enhancer there. <laughs> <laughs> more more ways than one. Um, so what do we think, boys? How do you feel, obviously, coming into the uh, or, or going out of the Chicago series, winning eight in a row, um, riding that high streak? Um, Adam, we'll start with you. What uh, what are your thoughts about that Chicago series? Did you see anything that stood out? Anything that you were concerned about? Uh, let's hear what you have. So it was encouraging. Yeah, taking a sweep uh, against the White Sox is. I, I don't know if did we, any of us have that on our radar that we were going to sweep Chicago. No, I don't think we not did. On our sheet. Even if I picked, I wouldn't have. Yeah, it was so, a lot of uh, taking two of those three. That hmm. is encouraging because it's a it's a team the jays have been compared to in terms of their trajectory i think we all believe though that the blue jays are a more talented team um maybe a sweep proves that but it certainly suggests it at the very least um it was encouraging and it's uplifting and it's sort of something that was needed even though right before that we had a sweep against the angels so it just proved that the blue jays hot streak continued um and i think the start of that series or at least, like, maybe come the middle of it, you started to see sort of fall into his own. I know the Minnesota series um, sort of opened that up as well, but I just think now heading into June, if there's one thing that I've seen that has brought a twinkle to my eye, it's Vladdy is it's starting. 
it's it's getting there back. So um, all those things uh, in combination, you know, save for the following series after that, but you didn't ask about that. Um, it's encouraging. It's good. Greg, um, Taylor, I, I, I'd like to hear your thoughts and opinions maybe on some of the the first innings that that have been happening lately. Uh, in particular, the, the early runs given up and then the early runs uh, – Gained right back in George Springer's uh, 59th career leadoff home run, man. So, uh, <laughs> and Santiago Espinal coming into that uh, coming into that role to lead off as well for George Springer and with his own leadoff home run. Uh, what what are you thinking about the these early hots both sides of the ball? Uh, and it, what are you thinking? Is this concerning that they're giving up so many runs early, or more encouraging that they're able to get them back right away? So the Blue Jays over their history have been notorious for getting blasted in the first inning. We even saw it back in the day with uh, Roy Halladay. If you don't get to him in the first inning, you good luck get to him. You're not. It's not happening after that. And um, to that point, I'm not terribly concerned with the two-run, you know, deficit right off the bat. With the, we're actually finally clicking. I think the thing that's more encouraging the fact is that it's clicking right back, and it's almost just that instant back and forth dynamic you know it's not just these close games that we were having before but it's a close game back and forth now because they're actually scoring some um i think that is the more encouraging of the pieces just because of that but to that point we saw it the other day with brios pitching he gives up a couple runs in the first inning just completely unhittable the rest of that time he was out on the mound and that was how gosman was during his start against the white and it's been very encouraging to see that it's it's this is the kind of thing that we were hoping that was going to finally happen with this team with clicking with the offense. And it's finally starting to look like this is in mid season form. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. With the, uh, with the warmer weather come the, come the hotter bats for sure. And that's uh, especially, or did they change the baseball this, this right now? Well, that, that's definitely a conversation that, that people are having right now as well, that uh, the baseballs are changing our, our, uh, over the winter friend or over spring training friend, Carlos Bayerga has been putting that out. Uh, maybe you should tune into his Instagram I'll lives and try to figure out what's going on. And if Jose Ramirez is still coming yeah, to <laughs> um, that shuttle thing, like we were literally talking about how Brandon Drury has 11 home runs all of a sudden right before mm-hmm. you join the conversation. So yes, when yes. There's smoke, yes. <laughs> Brandon, I think there, there's an elephant in the room, especially for the Chicago series. And now that you're fresh off your your two week hiatus and re rehab, um, <laughs> we we have we have to talk about Henjin Ryu and, and going back on the injured list with left forearm. Um, what are your thoughts, opinions? Is is this going to be a season-long thing where he's bouncing back and forth, or is the second time on the IL the time that that gets him shut down for the season? Yeah, shut down for the season, but um, I wouldn't be surprised if he comes back. He does hit the injured list again. I mean, we've seen in the past with the Dodgers, uh, even earlier in his career when he was younger, he would get injured, come back, and go on the IL multiple times throughout the course of the year. Only thing I is it definitely means they need to go after a starter at the deadline. I mean, 
with Kikuchi being much better than he was the first, what, three weeks, three starts of the season, four starts. Mm-hmm. Um, he still can have some clunkers. That's what you can expect from a four or five guy in your rotation. Uh, Ross Stripling will have some clunkers as well, even though he was really good last night. Again, mm-hmm. it is just Kansas City, but still, Ross Stripling has proven to be quite effective. But he can also have his fair share of stinkers. And until Barrios gets fully right, um, which hopefully last Saturday was the start of that, you got Gosman, and I know Gosman had his worst start as a Blue Jay on Sunday. I'm not concerned by that at all, to be perfectly honest. But it's something to monitor for Gosman, considering ever since that start against Seattle, when they just would not offer at a splitter. It seems like people have adjusted to Kevin Gosman and what he's doing to attack people. Now, um, there were a lot of internet sleuths out there that were thinking he was tipping his pitches. Definitely. Maybe, maybe. I mean, we're, none of us are pitching coaches, so we can't say that for sure. But it's worth looking into. Um, so we'll see what happens. But yeah, no. Um, to answer your question, um, it'll come back. Uh, they'll probably take it much, much longer than they did the first time because I feel it mm-hmm. might have been a little bit rushed uh, to bring Ryu back when they did. Uh, and I think that's evident from the fact that he's right back on the injured list after what was it just two or three starts that he made uh, yeah. since he came off. Yeah. So, two, yeah, two starts. Yeah, exactly. So you're going to have to look for a starter at that point um, just for extra insurance when you get into hopefully the playoffs. Mm. Let me, um, uh, add Adam, Adam, you, you're very, in, uh, I think I know where you're going to go with this. So I'll kind of lead <laughs> along here. Sure, yeah. I, you're very emphatic of the, uh, the, uh, Kevin Gosman possibly tipping pitches. Um, what did you see? What are you hearing? What do you think the correction is? And do you, do you think that correction can be made in a hurry? Uh, because we all know that Kevin Gosman's a very integral part to, to this pitching staff. So on the broadcast on Sundays, uh, Siddle was saying that he was almost positive that his uh, pitches were getting tipped. Um, he wasn't sure if it was the the man on second being able to see it with split second right before the release. Um, they could see the the splitter grip, um, or the, and the changeup grip. He was calling like Siddle was each pitch before it came out, and he was saying we can definitely tell what's happening. So. Right. Um, I think if they were laying off certain pitches, it's because they can see it. Um, mm-hmm. So that's going to be a change in delivery, and this is where Pete Walker comes in. Um, and they, he's got to do that quick. As you mentioned, Chris, uh, he's an integral part of the rotation. Um, mm-hmm. But just to touch on your suggestion, Brennan, and we can open this up a, a little bit if you want. Are we... This is not me trying to poke fun over you I'm, be, I'm just being serious and i think we've said this before i'm not trusting where this is going are we sure ryu <laughs> is better than stripling are we point, sure no. okay so why do we need another starter if we were okay and comfortable with reading starting rotation if stripling is going to take his place More if, you can, if you can improve you do it yeah but don't isn't the priority a lefty bat should be yes. Like, I think I'd go for a lefty bat instead of a starter, if I had to choose one. Lefty bat's up there, so is a bullpen arm, and I'd probably put both of those over a starter. But if a starter's okay. available right. for cheap, yeah. then sure. go for if a starter, yeah. yeah. If a starter's there and in a package, I think you yeah. take it at, like, if you're if you're talking to, you know, who has a decent starting pitcher Reds. on Bailey or whatever. Reds, they yeah. yeah. Yep. Either that or Blue Jay move all it, over it. Yeah. yeah. Or, or if you do end up talking your way into Castillo or something, maybe that's how we do it. But like I'm thinking like Washington, there's nobody on Washington that yeah you you really want. I know we kinda joked about 
Strasburg uh, in our group <laughs> chat, but that's just way too much money. Patrick Corbin's similar. Not Good. anymore. Uh, shit. Uh, yeah, I, I don't see Arizona t- getting rid of anyone right now. There's nobody on Pittsburgh that is worth having for a starting pitching role. Um, Baltimore's probably not trading in division, and you probably don't really want anybody there anyway. They, there's not a whole lot. I Kansas City, I don't think they have anybody that you really want. Um, it, it'd be really tough to do that. But if, if there's a way that Kansas or Cincinnati wants to get rid of one of their starters in some kind of deal, I think you you probably make day of the week. Um, to continue on with the starting pitching, though, uh, as I alluded to earlier, Jose Barrios had a fantastic mm. outing after um, getting a little bit rocked in the first inning uh gave up a couple of runs and settled right down for seven and two-thirds innings uh craig what did you make of jose barrios and uh, there was talk of him possibly having some dead arm earlier in the year um how concerning is that if this is we know that jose barrios is typically considered very durable uh and has never been on the il uh, which probably is in turn part of this that he didn't want to take any time off to keep that track record up. Um, but what did you make of that Brio start? Is it encouraging uh, this news of the dead arm? What do you make of that? To me, that was an, in a nutshell, a typical Jose Brios start. Cause it, that's what I got to see when he was the Rochester Red Wing here. And I think Minnesota twins fans will be same sentiments that Having Jose Barrios out there on the mound is a rocket, as a roller coaster of fun because you're just up, down, all over the place. But he's going to have starts like, unfortunately, that was not like opening day. But he's going to, you know, lay a good, and then he's going to come out there and be an ace, and then he's going to, you know, what I mean? It's that back and forth of being somebody that looks like there should be the Cy Young Award winner to a guy that is kind of all over the place with innings and stuff. Um, that was what I would expect from Jose Barrios in a start. He's going to give you a two or three runs at some point, but he's going to find a way to lock it in in the key parts of the game and actually get you through it. So mm-hmm. I think that whole dead arm thing, he's past that after watching that start this last week and everybody goes through it. We saw it with Josh mm-hmm. Donaldson. It's just one of those things that unfortunately sneaks up and happens. Just don't feel like you had mm-hmm. the mustard that day kind of thing. Um, mm-hmm. But it looked like he had that figured out the other day. Mm-hmm. I that home run he gave up in the first inning. Yeah. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. Um, the other side of the ball, we'll go back to you on this one, Brendan. Um, Alejandro Kirk has become quite the resurgence uh of late, uh, I know he scuffled boy. Uh, a little bit in uh, in April, but seems to have definitely righted the ship at this point. Um, what are your feelings on Alejandro Kirk right now, and is this sustainable? Is he going to continue to be a 300 hitter with uh, what looks like some crazy pop right now <laughs> and, and could be well on his way of north of 20, 25 home runs? Um, is this sustainable for Alejandro Kirk? Well, he's had always had incredible bat-to-ball skills. Mm-hmm. Even when he was scuffling at the beginning of the year, he'd still always put the ball in play. And sometimes they would sneak through for cheeky little singles, and sometimes there were a couple doubles as it came through there. So I'm not surprised that he can end up finishing a season with a high average, whether it's 300, 80, 275. I think that's pretty reasonable 
and can be expected for Kirk. The power lately has been impressive, and I know for such a little guy, it's even more impressive when you see that. I mean, little height-wise, not size-wise. Uh, but like, always had that, as Craig said before we started, uh, that's the guy he saw in Bluefield. It's the guy who got called up really quick from single A all the way up to the majors uh, in 2020. So seems like he's living up to his potential, and they sure needed it because it seems like it's just come at the perfect time when the rest of the offense is finally starting to two. Um, so uh, keep it going. I, may, I think people maybe opposing pitchers just because they don't know much about Kirk yet because he's still really, really early into his big league career. Um, he's still 23 years old. Exactly. He's still very young. Might not know uh, much about him. So take advantage while you can. And uh, until pitchers adjust back to you, keep on hitting the ball out of the ballpark. And it's been impressive. I couldn't agree more. We will come back to Alejandro Kirk in a few minutes. But they, there is some news that just came out that uh, right. Danny Jansen – uh, has a fracture in his hand, I believe it was, that uh, he, he was hit by a pitch on his pinky. Uh, I'll throw this pinky out to, to anyone that wants to take it. Um, how big of a blow is this Danny Jansen injury once again going on the IL? And are you surprised that Mourinho wasn't the one called up? Whoever wants to float that one, you can have at it. <laughs> I guess it. I'll take that exactly. to Gabriel Moreno the other day. <laughs> He's not ready. <laughs> um, Steven Strasburg, I was uh, pitching for the Rochester Red Wings the other day. He made Gabriel Moreno look pretty silly at the plate. The three at-bats I saw, uh, those were against Strasburg. The, um, well, to that point, he was making the whole Buffalo Bisons lineup looked like they didn't belong triple A when he no hit him for six innings. But to that point, he was not hitting that breaking ball or even close to hitting it from Steven Strasburg. I don't even think Strasburg was actually going up there and airing it out. He was topping out at 91, 92 the whole night. So a guy I'm rehab, I'm not shocked with having three arm surgeries or whatever he's had over the last two years mm. that he wasn't airing it out completely, but was outsmarting all these young pitchers, young hitters. And that's what shocked me the most out of it. I think right now, Zach Collins, you bring up because you know, you have Alejandro Kirk to mm-hmm. take over the load and run with this whole thing. And you just have Collins to be that extra guy to, and that, that and he already knows the pitching staff. I think that's the biggest piece of it. So, personally, that's where I'm at. As much as I would love to see Mourinho come up, I was a little disappointed the other night. <laughs> right. He's still going to be great, though. He's still going to be great. <laughs> Adam, is there something you want to differ from on that? Not right now. <laughs> Pause. Air your grievances. <laughs> This I don't is, have grievances. A, I just this have, is a I, safe space. We can we can all we can all share our feelings. Yeah, nobody's really listening. Don't worry about it. I I don't <laughs> have, I don't have grievances. I I just think. Uh, Are you this? I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna piss a lot of people off. Uh oh. Um. <laughs> Biggio can't catch. No. Uh, that's, well, that's his not dad true. could. That's not true. Vigio can catch. He's I think during the twenty twenty season he almost did. Um uh twenty twenty doesn't count for anything. No, but it's experimental. Um Oh my god. I think I love it here. I think what Craig said Mourinho is gonna have a good career. I think he's right. I don't think it's with the Blue Jays. 
I think they're selling him. Ooh, there it is. <laughs> I think he's trade bait. I mean, I, I think if Kirk is legit, they love Danny Jansen. And yeah. I, for the life of me, cannot understand it. I, I mean, not to say that he's not a good talent, <laughs> but, like, I just don't think he's great. Um, I don't see him. I mean, maybe you could make the argument that you see him as an everyday catcher, but offensively, I just don't see it. It just he, he's either hitting a home run or nothing, and it's it's very infrequent. Um, if Kirk continues this way and he's at least the backup catcher, and they're stuck sticking to their guns with Jansen, why wouldn't you sell high on Mourinho again? He's still just a prospect. It's still just a prospect. We don't know what he is. And if that can land you, going back to what Brendan was saying, it's not that I don't believe in the talent. I think he's going to be good. I just, it's such a clog in that position. And obviously, Zach Collins is not clogged. <laughs> <laughs> but with, really? with the young talent you that they have. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. But if you can get a decent return or an, a, a good return, a great return, for, why wouldn't you do it? This is, I, I, we were saying, chat. This is, whether it's Soto or whether it's something else, there's a reason why he's still in the chamber. There's a reason why he's not seeing major league talent. There's a reason. And it's because you still want to have the mystique and the allure of Gabriel Moreno. And if so you think he comes up and has a stumble, it's going to ruin it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think he's as valuable. I, I'll, I'll touch to that after watching him go for uh, Strasburg the other night. Yeah, I don't think he's as valuable. I think, <laughs> I think people would still be interested. But right now, it's he's not as right. Yeah, as everybody he's a seems. Prospect right now, and it's eerily reminiscent of 2015, where they're at right now. Actually, they're actually better at this point now than they were in 2015. But mm-hmm. yeah, if you can get a good Much. return, a great return, and it includes Gabriel Mourinho, who has not seen major league uh, hitting or pitchers catching, you know, him catching teammates. I think that's what they're trying. They're, they're at least entertaining that option and keeping it on the trade deadline. I think probably. I mean, and then what do you what do you make of that? What are you thinking? I I see the gears are turning. Yeah, the gears are definitely turning, and I'm just debating on which direction to go because I mean, every single trade, every single player in all of baseball has a price if you meet it. I mean, you come to a superstar and you're like, here, take our entire farm system. Obviously, not the <laughs> entire farm system, but yeah, your yeah, best yeah. talent. The proposed um, <laughs> thing that we said in the group chat earlier, which I'll, I'll keep a secret so that we get uh, shit on too much, but uh, the proposed package for Soto, uh, how does Washington say no to that as a team that's rebuilding at that point, especially when it's so many top 10 prospects and even what, like three or four in the top 100? Mm-hmm. I mean, you can mm-hmm. probably start piecing together who we were throwing around in the group chat, but everybody has a price. And I, I, I just think at the end of the day, it's as simple as, Moreno has not forced their hand quite yet, and he got off to a, such a hot start in Buffalo, and then he's cooled down. And I personally haven't heard much from him since that hot start. I talked about that a couple of weeks ago Same before I took the hiatus. <laughs> so it's, yeah, I just don't think he's forced their hand, and maybe that's a little bit of a cause for concern. I doubt it because he's still so young, so raw, and so early in his career. But I don't think he hasn't been terrible with Buffalo. He just hasn't been to the Vlad was and Bo was where it's like, call this guy up. Like, what are you waiting for at this point? So if he goes on a hot streak and Jansen's out long term, Collins isn't doing it anymore behind the plate, which, I mean, he had his hot streak and his fun. So I think we can reasonably assume we know it at this point. And let's say Kirk slows down. If Moreno gets hot the next little bit in June, by the time we get to July, maybe the all-star break, I bet he is called up right around then. 
but that but he has to get hot at that point, and there's no other way around it. When's the deadline? Does anybody uh, know? Oh, I guess first, 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 first week of August this year. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I say they, Brendan, I agree with you after yeah. the deadline because I think the deadline is like a week and a half after the all-star break. So I think they wait. If yeah. they don't move him, if something doesn't, if, if a deal isn't generated, which would involve him, which you're going to get a really good talent in return. Oh, for sure you will. Um, and that involves a bidding war. You're not just going to offer Mourinho, mm-hmm. uh, you no. know, it's going to be a bidding war. Um, so, okay. So, yeah. Other, other than Juan Soto, who is apparently off the table, not moving, not whatever. Um, <laughs> who, who is out there or might that fits this team that you would dangle somebody like Mourinho and possibly or Elvis Martinez in a deal. Who's out there? I mean, that's a good question. Because it would have to be one of those. Would have to be one of the <laughs> top tap move on Arelvis or Gabriel Marino, and Soto would be the only one. And as I said in the group chat, that call from Rizzo basically translate as any GM would be to make us an offer we can't refuse, and we'll probably yeah, yeah. It's going to be for a team that's out of it. Yeah. And right now, they're unless you're looking like literally at the team we're playing tonight in the Kansas City Royals or somebody like that, you're not really talking at this point. Yeah, everybody with like, extra wild card spots and everything thinks they're in it outside yeah, of those teams. Brian Reynolds isn't good this year. No. And like one one name that came to the top of my head isn't good enough for Moreno or Arelvis. Like, and they obviously won't trade him in division, but a guy like Cedric Mullins would be amazing on the Blue Jays, and he would fit so many needs. And would trade Moreno to the Orioles for Mullins. Or I wouldn't trade Arelvis to yeah. them, but it has to that to point, I think sure. Mullins is going to be on the table. I really do. I do too. Mullins he doesn't fit the rebuild plan as far as yeah. years go. He's going to be there. Don't get me wrong, but yeah. is that when he's on his down? Yeah. <laughs> Mullins is not having a good year at all. Then Mullins no, is not like doing year. what you would want. Yeah. To give like he's hitting two thirty six five home runs, uh, OBP yeah. of two ninety nine, slugging three sixty eight, one point two WAR. Like you're up. Yeah, Somebody there's only like about that. five to six teams in each division right now that would even consider. I think, and I don't think there's anybody on those teams that you're really, you know, like we were saying uh, outside of Juan Soto that you're really gonna. Right now, the teams that I would say that are. You know, the worst in the league are the Orioles. The Tigers are allegedly on the upswing but haven't shown it yet. Kansas There's City, Seattle, back. and Oakland right now are your rough teams in the American League, right? Because even Texas has figured out something, and they're throwing money at their team, so they're not going to turn around and <laughs> send a rebuild guy. Then you got Miami and Washington, Chicago and Cincinnati, and Arizona and Colorado, really. Anybody on yeah. any of those cursed teams that no. scream, give me! No. Outside that's why Mourinho isn't traded unless it's for Soto. Yeah. I'm only trading Mourinho for Soto. And he's yeah. not he's not going to be the only one. But I do think, Brennan, Chris, and Greg, what we were saying about after the trade deadline, if he's not moved, you have a problem. Oh, yeah. You have a problem. Mm-hmm. Because now you have three catchers on the roster. Right? So if Soto is not on the table... Moving one of Jansen and Kirk at the deadline. If you have intentions to call up Mourinho, you have, you have to. You have yeah. you can't have th- you don't bring up Mourinho in August yeah, for him Kirk to play like once a week. What about who 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 are Kirk's you going to get Kirk for though? 
you you try to find a back end pitcher or a left back end pitcher for Alejandro Kirk. You're not going to get a lot for Kirk, bro. You're not. I'm kind of with Adam as much as I love Alejandro Kirk. You're not. And you guys it, know how my man lust is like. I think you. I think you're going to get more than what you think. I do too. Like remember in the off season we were saying Kirk would be a central piece for Pablo Lopez who's having an incredible year. Whereas that hasn't changed. So yeah. can I give the point where I think Adam's going here? It's the team that needs somebody like Alejandro trade at the trade deadline already has a catcher. You know, somebody that's a team that's already playing that well, that they're looking for that next piece to go over the top. Mm. They're not looking for a, a starting catcher. But who who wouldn't want an offensive catcher? But that's what you're buying. Who can, who, of, can, who, can who can play defense? His defense yeah. has vastly improved this year. Oh, I agree with that statement. And his game calling, everything has been much better this year. Look, I'd rather trade Jansen. I want him on the team. I'm just going to say it straight no, up. No, neither, I neither do I. But, like, they love him. I don't yeah. get it. I don't see it. So, like, I, I think if you could get what you can get for Jansen, who honestly hasn't proven anything. He hasn't. How long has he been? There was that one season that he was tearing it the fuck up in Buffalo. And then he got called up and he's just been a dud. He's had, you know, little spurts Defensive of. Defensive prowess. Yeah. No okay. Yeah, and he's, he's a preferred catcher and they already traded away his boy. Barucky's gone. Right. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, Maybe you could trade him for Barucky and get Barucky back for our bullpen. <laughs> <Yeah>. Trade Jansen <laughs> to Seattle and make him like have his, have his boy back. But at the same time, dude, like. One of them's got to go. I think you'll mm. be able to get the most for Kirk. But I just don't know that we're going to get as much, right. especially in a bidding war. I don't think I don't think you're going to get a lot. So if you're not going to get a lot and you're just looking to, at that point, you want to trust the upside of, like, the bat, you like the defensive skills, and you want to give Mourinho a shot, you take what you can get for Jansen. Seriously, you try to get a, a, a solid reliever for Jansen. Yeah, I think be, li- be like the Riley Adams trade. Yeah. Yeah. Reliever. yeah. As long oh. as it's not Brad Hand coming back. You, the other yeah, way. you get better than Brad Hand. Yeah. Nope, yes. no yes. yeah. Can I make the joke here that we are um, all talking like Gabriel Mourinho has not done anything in the minor leagues. He's batting a mere 323 with 23 RBIs, two stolen bases. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like the playing well. He um, runs scored. I, I agree with uh, Brendan to your point that most of that was during his hot streak. It was. But he is starting mm-hmm. to project that he's going to be a burn here in the very, very soon. Um, he's uh, He's got Prospect six, of That's all six, you're reading. Seven, eight. <laughs> in his last five games, he's got seven, eight hits. Prospect porn, man. <laughs> so, That's it. A lot yeah, of doubles. One, so one more something streak. big's coming from Mourinho, I think, is trending one, into a hot yeah. streak. One more hot streak, and that's all it's going to take. Uh, yeah, injury, injury is like we see if Kirk's if Kirk gets injured, which hopefully doesn't happen. Moreno's up here tomorrow. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. that's a no brainer. Even if honestly, to that point, it might even happen if Collins gets hurt. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, then you have to. Yeah, you have to. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it's either bring up that. Uh, what was it? Hinneman. Oh, that ain't happening. Yeah. <laughs> Not worth it. Sticking on the subject of Alejandro Kirk. Um, there are some rumblings, uh, of Alejandro Kirk and Lee Santiago Espinal, uh, maybe making a bid for the all-star game this year, uh, with their play uh, as so far. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? And, and is there anyone else on this team that could make a push? Uh, Adam, we'll start with you. Espinal's the guy, man. I mean, like he's been proving 
since the start of the season that he's been one of the best hitters on the team. Um, does he still lead the team in war? No, is it still, was it Springer? No, I don't think it's Springer either. Oh, you're, it's, you're right, it's Kevin. Wait so, for it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> um, while you look, yeah, I, I think. Yeah, I can look that up least, quick. He's at least right, on the table to be entertained. I don't know that he goes through just because the voting system of the the All Stars is it's kind of it's weird. Alec Manoa is leading the team in one. That makes sense. That what makes about sense. Uh, slightly behind, yeah. yeah, Springer. Yeah, I figured. Springer, right, so, Kirk, it's Springer, Kirk, Kirk, and then Espinal. Okay, he's vastly exceeded expectations and consistently. He hasn't really gone cold, um, and you can just see that he's determined. So, do I think he's deserving of an All Star nod? Yes, yes, I do. Um, I don't see this slowing down. I see this to be a steady pace. What we're seeing is probably what we're going to get from Espinal throughout the year. Obviously, little dips and a little rises in between, but on average, I think this is what we got. Um, I just don't know that he gets in because outside of Toronto, people, who the fuck is Santiago Espinal? Um, maybe this... Kirk would end up missing barely, too. I think. Yeah, I don't, I don't think either of them, but I think they're more than deserving of getting in there. If one of them get in, it's on the final vote. Yeah. Remember how uh, what's his face Steve Delabar got in? Delabar. Yeah. Gonna raise yeah. that Delabar Saunders. Yeah. We got <laughs> yeah. in as well. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, I think Toronto will vote. Will be on. Toronto will vote. Yeah. Sure, and they'll get them in. They so will. I think a, a nod, a nod to Espinal would be getting on the final vote. If you had to ask who their all stars are right now, the top two are obvious: Gosman and Manoa. And one of them might start the game. To be perfectly honest, with how good they've been, yeah. and yeah. then because of the voting system, as you said, Adam, people go for clout, and Vlad has so much clout. Vlad will oh, yeah. be in for sure. Bo, uh, Bo, uh, Bo definitely I think has a Bo chance. Wins if it was up the votes, and, and right Springer now. does too. But again, because they all started so slow, people look at their numbers potentially with that in depth and be like, "Hmm, that's not as good compared to yeah. some other guys." But on name clout alone, name Vlad clout. gets in. I think one of Springer and Bo get voted in potentially or selected as a reserve, not the other. Right. Craig, do you think Jordan Romano has any chance in the All-Star game? He should. <laughs> do you want, would you want him to pitch in it, though? Nope. No, exactly. <laughs> no. Exactly. Yeah. It, it'd be great for him to go, but I don't want him throwing a ball there. Yeah. My biggest thing is I want him having that break because yeah. by that point, if it continues even on the current trend that we're on really recent, mm-hmm. he's going to need that break. Come July. Now, granted, Romano hasn't thrown the last six days. He hasn't yeah, pitched since I, the first game against Chicago. But to that like, point, how much did he need that? We saw oh, he that definitely needed wholeheartedly with the fact that his velocity dipped those three games that he pitched in a row. And then he gets that little bit of, you know, where he got two, three days off before he came back out again. And then he was throwing smoke all over again. So... It's amazing what a few days off will do to, for somebody like Jordan Romano or a bullpen arm in general, for that matter. Yeah, uh, yeah. But now, let him. I wouldn't him get it. I do truly think he is probably one of the best relievers in the American League right now. So he sure, sure as shit deserves it. They have a lot who will be in consideration, but not as many as we think will make it. Well, what's just do some memory chasing here. When the last time that the Blue Jays even had five guys was still back in the World Series days. No, they had six in 2016. 
uh, when oh, Saunders right. got him. Donaldson, Saunders, and everybody. Yeah. Yep. yep. Four, four last year. Last year, Simeon. Pat made that too, didn't he? Oscar. I think Osuna made it, right? Osuna made it one year, I think. Uh, yeah, Osuna was 2016. Edwin, Bautista, Donaldson, Saunders, and yep. uh, Jay Stra- Marco Strada. That's oh, right. that's what it was. It was Strada. <laughs> Your boy. <laughs> yes. So, but either way, yeah. For sure. Um, looking ahead, who do we have next? We have Detroit and Baltimore coming up before, uh, before we speak and with Kansas City. Um, anything we should be concerned about heading into these games, or do we just need to mash and win as many games as possible to make up games? Yeah, take care. <laughs> and it's not even just about making up games. It's about con- keeping the gap that keeping they have opened up in the wild card. Because, uh, what, they're five and mm-hmm. a half up on yeah. the first team outside of the wild card race. So just pile that on and cement yourself in the playoffs as uh, as mm-hmm. quickly. And then focus away on chipping away at the Yankees. Because, what, they get them next weekend. And after that, you only have them six more times. Because that's 13 games right there that they would have played yeah. against them. So we're almost done with them. So you got to take advantage of those. But... Pile on the wins against non-American League East teams, and you'll be in the playoffs. And you have to do that this week. Great start last night, winning 8 nothing. I said, I think 4-2 and two this week would be fantastic, um, to be perfectly honest. I would I would really, really like a sweep mixed in, whether it's against Kansas City or Detroit, to go 5-1 and one and be incredible. The way both those teams are playing right now, we damn well better sweep both of them. Holy, especially, especially <laughs> with Manoa going tonight and Kikuchi pitching in a big ballpark like Kansas City tomorrow. Getaway yeah. game for him, too. Just yeah. get the fuck out. Go. Yeah. Exactly. Go to Detroit. Yep. So, but Greg, to that before... point, Detroit's been seriously slumping. Like, Actually, never... I saw, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure if this has changed. I saw a couple weeks ago, they're on pace to score fewer runs than they did when they had that incredibly terrible... 2003 season when what they lost like just saying something how much money it is throws at uh javi baez yeah (laughs) it's like he's over by the way who i dropped in my fantasy baseball league the other day that's how bad he's playing he's 82 percent owned in major in the fantasy leagues right now and it's gonna happen um craig before we uh kind of wrap things up with with what we usually do um, give us a minor league report. What do we, uh, what do we get excited about? What should we be keeping an eye on in the minor <laughs> leagues? I already told you, Steven Strasburg decimated us. It's, it's all, it's all lost. It's all bad. <laughs> That's it. We're done. Cooked. That's it. That's it. Done. <laughs> Move it along. That's good. <laughs> we don't have so, a minor league team. To that point, the Buffalo Bisons are the second best team in the league right now in AAA in the International League, only succeeded by my Rochester Red Wings here in town. So, but vastly different teams. The Red Wings are getting pillaged by the Washington Nationals because they just need guys on the team up in the major league level where the, the Buffalo Bisons have the plethora of talent that is amassing, ready to be Toronto Blue Jays. Um, to that point, I was, like I said, I did kind of crap all over the idea of Gabriel Mourinho a few minutes ago. But since Friday night, like I said, he's had like eight hits. So there is something coming for Gabriel Mourinho in that equation. I was trying to find it because, I, you know, usually you can find these kind of things, but being minor league baseball, you can't. I was trying to look at the most recent games and see who Gabriel Mourinho had been playing against, if it was other ex-major leaguers, similar to Steven Strasburg, that actually do have good secondary pitches or not to see if there was any balancing to that. 
really did not find anything. Unfortunately, like I said, playing against Strasburg, he looked pretty rough the other day. One guy I would like to call out and uh, say that he might be on the Blue Jays' radar in a spot start situation is Casey Lawrence. He has been just crushing it for the Bisons and it's really been their workhorse. And he was fun to watch the other night. So I think um, he's due for a chance to do, to show what he might be able to do. He's pitched like 56 innings this year so far in the minor leagues and he's around a two ERA. That is looking really, really good right now. So there might be somebody else there that the, the Blue Jays might be able to lean on. That might be a nice little surprise, even if it's just a stripling moves to the rotation to continue filling in for reuse spot. He's somebody that can come in and be that long guy. Already stretched out, could probably eat up two or three innings solidly and look pretty good while doing it, hopefully. Um Outside of that, I wanted to mention, I forget his name off the top of my head, but he hit, um, I lost it. Oh, Vinny Capra was looking pretty damn good again. <laughs> yeah, I know everybody just saw him, but he is uh, looking like he's a good player. And Otto Lopez, that guy doesn't seem like he's real fast, but he was moving around those bases against the Rochester. That's pretty good the other night when I was there. Nice. Sweet. Nice. Cool. Uh, picks click and all those wonderful things. Craig, if you want to take over on that front before we wrap it up. <laughs> all right. So last week, um, I had Matt Chapman, Chris, you had Boba Shett, Adam, George Springer, and Brendan, Jason Lee penciled in Teo Hernandez. <laughs> so... To that point, guys, I don't. I'm pretty sure I'm out with the Chapman things outside of a couple of clutch hits. He really didn't do a ton. Um, Boba Shett's been Boba Shett over the last week would be uh, about the best way I can say it. Springer now has 50 career leadoff home runs over the last after the last week, and Tay Oscar Hernandez has had a sneaky. I'm waking this bat up week, and I don't know who out of those three. I would really honestly both kind of almost want to lean into the Oscar Hernandez vote personally, because it was just fun to watch him pick up where he left off. Finally, that's what it looked like to me. For me, I think this is very much a a, a two headed race or two horse race uh, in Taylor and Springer. Um, Springer's been good too. Tay Oscar's had some, some really key moments, but Springer's been hitting those home runs to to lead the game off. Uh, and, answer. <laughs> yeah, he, he's gotten the back uh, within striking distance right away. So that that's if you guys want to make a case for which one it should be, then maybe me and Craig can come to <clears throat> come to a decision. Is Brendan? But I I didn't make I didn't make the pick, so I don't oh, I don't oh. know if I want to win my first one. Uh, wait, wait, wait. Yeah, Jason Lee. It's a co-pick between him and Jason because it's is his Brendan slot. And Jason picked it. No, I'm not. Brendan's not on the board. No, Brendan is on the board. He has one. I do. And how many do I? Have? Three. Right now it is Brendan one, Craig one, Chris two, Adam three. Brendan, happy wedding. Take this. Take this point. <laughs> I'll take you, Jason Lee. It's not See, really. We didn't I'll send take you a it. Wedding I'll take it out of there, but uh, yeah. Thank Take you, Jason point. Lee. Shout out to you. <laughs> so to that point, if you wanted to sort things by uh, batting average and overall offensive prowess on the Blue Jays stats over the last seven days, um, Teoscar Hernandez is uh, batting 375 with a home run, four guys, a triple, 
two run doubles and five runs scored. Yeah, you, you only, can't only eclipsed by Alejandro Kirk. Yeah, no, take it, take it, Brendan. It's all yours. Yeah. Happy winning. You don't yeah. need to tell In me the twice. Pen. Thank you. Yeah, I still have the lead. Hey, oh, circled it. Asterisk beside it, though. Oh, okay. Just to make sure that Jason has a pick when he comes back for the next yeah. uh, next visit. Yeah. <laughs> Jason can be on the board technically too, is what I heard. <laughs> So, anyways, so no fellas, so that means uh, Teoscar Hernandez pick here gives you the first uh, privy here, Mister Panacar. So, are we picking for? Uh, are we doing tonight's game, tomorrow's tonight's game, game in the Tiger series? Mm. Okay, um, and I guess what one against Baltimore because if we record next Tuesday, that'll be one game against yep. them underway. That would yep. would that count for the next one though? We're on Tuesday mm. nights all time every day now. No, because it, it'll be Monday. Okay. Oh, it'll be Monday. Yeah, then yes, I would. Hear if the if the Baltimore game's on Monday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Give me uh, Alec Manoa. He's going tonight. That means he'll go on Monday too. Yep. Or Sunday. Oh, that's not fair. He's cheating for an inning already. <laughs> yeah, I didn't see anything. <laughs> to that, just to be that's uh, zero zero so far. Excellent. <laughs> And how do you think we're going to go over that week, Brendan, for the tiebreaker? Uh, that's a good question. Uh, win tonight. Um, you know what? I'm going to say the sweep is against Kansas City. So tomorrow, and then two to three in Detroit, uh, and the one against Baltimore. So what? Five and one? Six and one? Five something and like that. two. Yeah. Yeah. Six and one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, Adam, you can go since you are uh, a very close second. Just one. Um... <laughs> You know, I've stuck by him this entire podcast. Uh-oh. Have not budged away. Been his biggest supporter. I'm going to go Kirk. Ah, there it is. <laughs> not once to, be to, to not raise once. the trade to raise the trade value. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so you thinking record wise? I think they're going to sweep them both. I think Ooh, gonna sweep them. Yeah, I'm gonna and the one against Baltimore yes. to, get, to be the chair of seven. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah, true. you'd have Barrios Friday against Detroit, Gosman Saturday, and Stripling Sunday. That's a pretty yeah. good chance of that. Yeah. And Monday would be you said Manoa, right? Yeah, yeah. They're, they're, yes, yeah. give it. To me. Locked it in. <laughs> Another win streak. It's already written in the <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so does that mean it's my pick then, Chris? Or you know? Yeah, go? you you can go. I'm still thinking here. All right. Um, I'm gonna go Lourdes. I've uh, liked what he's been doing the last few weeks here, and uh, I think it's going to come to a come to a head here over the next uh, week because of the God. I, he's been hitting all those little hard line drives over the infield. You know, some of those are going to start going over the fence in the near in the near future. Here, he's hitting hard contact by so, and I I think we're going to find a way to cough one game up. So I'm going to do six and one. We established that Guerrero is not a cheat code anymore, right? Yeah, I think we've proven that over the last month. <laughs> he's he's become so now's the time. I'll sneak so in. so I'm sneaking in my Guerrero pick, uh, <laughs> um, and, and we're gonna go. We're gonna have one loss somewhere in there. So not sure where, but there'll be one. There will be one. <laughs> so to that point, there you go. There's your picks to click, um, guys. I did want to mention one thing that in the midst of that whole fun that we were talking about. Why don't we have Soto trading? Because that was fun. <laughs> right now? Why not? 
save that for uh, 49 minutes. You got time. <laughs> I'm, I'll let's table. Unless it. Chris has got to run away. <laughs> I, I got to go to the. I gotta yeah, go to the bathroom too. Yeah, so. Yeah. <laughs> let's save it because I think that, that was simmer for a week. That yeah, was that, that was that was a lot of silliness and throwing things around and far too much coffee at the time. That's like an all why I thought it'd be funny to talk about because it doesn't have to be serious. We are a drinking show, if I recall. No. <laughs> right next week. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, let's let's table it for next week. Sure. There's your bone. Yeah. There you go. Okay. All right. How cool is it to know that George Springer's batting leadoff for us every night and he has 50 career leadoff home runs? Yeah, it is neat. It's comforting. Last it time I remember seeing this kind of thing when Brady Anderson was all roid out for the freaking Baltimore Orioles in <laughs> the mid-90s and just destroying pitching right off the bat to begin ball games. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was a 50-home run season for him, though. Just mm. saying. Mm. Good stuff. Before we run it too long and, and, and we get too far off track, I think we'll we'll wrap it up there. As we always do, once again, thank you very much to all the boys uh, for coming out here. Thank you to uh, each and every one of you for listening. Stadium Scene, Jay's Journal, uh, go come out. Uh, we are the official podcast of them. We will end this as we always do with two claps and a Ric Flair. Let's get it, boys. Let's go. Blue Jays. Burn. All hail King. <laughs> Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today.